Eagle Brand Cigarettes, the mildest, smoothest brand of smoking tobacco in the land, brings you Hidden Harbor Mysteries. The mysterious and sinister Mistress Penumbra has unleashed a plot to strike fear into the hearts of Hidden Harbor citizens with a campaign of terror carried out by her all-girl army. Now she has added the dreaded Red Wolf, an evil communist assassin, to her list of dark recruits. As Hidden Harbor burns, our heroes struggle to cover the entire city and put an end to the attack. We'll rejoin them in a moment, but first... Friends, four out of five women surveyed say they like the taste and aroma of Eagle Brand better than any other. Joanne Fitzmartin is a secretary at Borkham and Rice, right here in New York, New York, and she can tell you, well, let's let the pretty young thing speak for herself. I work in an office full of eligible young bachelors, and I'm not afraid to say they compete for my attention. The ones I let get close smoke Eagle brand. I like it when a man doesn't smell like an ashtray doused in perfumes. And Eagle Brand has a fresh, pleasing aroma that I don't mind lingering in the air after he's gone. So, if you want to stay on a girl's mind, try Eagle Brand next time you're at your corner store. Thank you, Miss Fitzmartin. Eagle Brand is proud to bring you tonight's chapter of Hidden Harbor Mysteries entitled Mind Crimes. Following the fire at the city orphanage, our heroes try to figure out how, in broad daylight, they can bring the Femme Phantom into action in four places at once. In every part of town, Mistress Penumbra's operatives have caused riots and burned property, leaving the city's protectors stretched to their limits. While the current emergencies are under control, the question on everyone's mind is, what's Next. The Lumberyard fire is under control. No lives at stake. The Homeland Watch is rescuing fishermen in the harbor. The Glassboro mission is ten blocks west of us. We'll be there in two minutes. The last report I heard from the police band, they said there's a dozen people trapped by the fire. Well, we tested the equipment. We should do better this time. No doubt they set another baited trap for you, boss. Be careful. Police are getting all sorts of calls. Assaults, robberies. It's like the town's gone nuts. People are starting to panic. Do you want my advice? Always. I'll hold you to that. We need to be smart. We can't do this ourselves, Barbara. We have to help the people doing the work. The police, firefighters. They run the show. We need to support them. Heroics will just get more people killed. Agreed. Any word on where those people are trapped? No. They took a head count, and a dozen of their workers didn't make it out. They could be anywhere. The mission is an old hotel with six floors. I'm not hearing anything about the women in black. Their work is done. All people needed was a push. Their panic is driving them to commit their own acts of violence and... Oh, my God. What is it, Cat? The mission building just collapsed. Angels protect them. That would explain the black smoke up ahead. The smoke and debris cloud is filling up the block. I'm turning back. But there's nothing you can do there. Look, the fire trucks are retreating from the block. They're going to regroup at the 9th Precinct House on Warwick and Taylor. That 
That's all I can hear right now. They're talking over one another. I can't make anything out. The dispatch frequency has a backlog of police calls all over the city. People are showing up and starting trouble. Does Creek have any idea where this is coming from? He's tracking all the addresses on a map back at the mansion. So far, nothing. What do we do? All these powers, and there's nothing we can do Sure to... there is. How far do your powers reach? How many minds can you touch? I've never tried before. My guess is that if people need one thing more than anything else right now, it's home. Yes, of course. Stop the car. Both of you, take my hands. I need your strength. There's something Master Fan Sun taught me to become aware of my surroundings, to read an area. I've never tried to reach people, but if I can make people see me as I wish, perhaps they can hear me too. Give me your strength, friends. Help me reach out. Joining hands with her assistants, Barbara Wilson closes her eyes to reach into the part of her mind open to the spirit world of the musical stones. Years ago, Barbara and her parents happened upon a set of lost stones in an archaeological dig. By deciphering the music of the stones, Barbara was able to communicate with the spirits of a long dead race of Asiatic warriors. In her meditative state, our heroine learned the art of combat and the power to manipulate the minds of those around her so they see her as she wishes or as they believe her spirit form to be. Once in contact with the spirit world, Barbara relies upon the good spirits of her comrades to act as a transmitter to her will, broadcasting her hope and heart to the people of Hidden Harbor. Believe with me. Be still your fearful hearts. Do no harm out of fear. Calm. Peace. All will be well. Let Hidden Harbor be at peace. Help is on the way. I can... I can feel the city around me. It's like the whole town is a living being. A city is a family cat. We may not be close, but we share a home and we share the desire to live together in peace. As more people take the feeling of peace into their hearts, the more powerful our message becomes. Hope is as powerful as fear, but it is not our natural state. We must reject fear to embrace hope. Feel the people of the city rejecting their fears and taking action in the name of hope. Across the city, a sudden calm spreads through the population. Men and women, incited by fear to lash out against their neighbors, stay their hands and instead look to help each other and assist law enforcement. Elsewhere, firefighters and medics struggling against the rising tide of chaos find peace and purpose to their actions. They focus on helping those they can and take inspiration from the sudden outreach of everyday citizens. 
but not everyone is so willing to embrace this feeling of peace. Deep inside the Alrune building, Mistress Penumbra feels a cold chill up her spine as she recognizes the subtle hand of the Femme Phantom at work. What is this? She is using the beacon of Fansun. How delightfully naive. What is this disgusting thing? Our darling do-gooder thinks she can stop the riots with the music of peace and hope. You can stop her, can you not? It doesn't matter. What do you mean? Mistress, your ghost has squelched the riot in the east. Citizens are dropping their weapons and just going home. But everywhere else, the damage has been done, yes? Yeah, mistress. Our operatives have returned to headquarters and claim success in their mission. We've made our point. The people are shaken. Meanwhile, our true targets remain uneasy. She cannot reach their dark hearts. But we can. And we can send a message to our little interloper. Take my hands, girls. Reaching out to the same realm of spirit, Mistress Penumbra calls upon the darkness of her two lieutenants to transmit her own message. But instead of reaching out to the entire city, Penumbra targets a single human mind. Oh, Miss Will... Phantom! Hold on. So cold. Yes, dearest child. You meddle in powers you barely control. It was easy for me to locate such a bright light. I am speaking to you now to give you a warning. Who are you? Isn't that obvious? I am your mistress. You will serve me and this city. But until I summon you to my side, you will stay out of my affairs. You failed this city today. I can bury it in rubble and your fanciful notions of hope will not resurrect the dead or assuage the grief of their survivors. Interfere with me again and I will destroy your precious city. You're evil. I've felt it before. Oh, and you will feel it again. And I believe you will come to find that touch quite pleasing. I am coming for you. And whatever else lurks in your shroud of darkness. You can come if you like. But in the end, you will kneel. This is your only warning. I have a city to cleanse. Boss, wake up. Please. What's wrong with her, Casper? That was one hell of a trip, kid. I don't know. My head's on fire. Miss Wilson, please be okay. I... I'll be all right. Take it easy. I have no idea what that was. But it felt like someone hit us with a truck. Ugh, I can barely think. Just seeing images 
Women in strange outfits. I've seen those outfits before. Less rubber and more coverage, but... I thought I was dreaming. A woman in Nazi gear. Another who... Look, she looked familiar. That's the Red Wolf. I heard stories about her in the war. Mistress Penumbra. If she's working with Penumbra, we've got bigger troubles than a turf war. Horrible thoughts. Each of them is beyond redemption. They possess the blackest hearts. Penumbra. She is the disciple of Mausut my master warned me about. One thing, though, kids. If we saw them clear as we did, I'm betting a fortnight's rations they saw us. Across town on Trent Street, a line of storefronts offer a variety of services tailored to the locals. A bail bondsman works next door to an army recruiting station. A liquor store opens and closes by the strip club next door. Between the dirty brownstones, other less legitimate ventures are conducted in secret. At the corner of Trent and Hope Streets, Cat Sparrow comes across a storefront with its big bay windows boarded up and painted over. The front door is made of steel. The merchant doesn't go out of his way to advertise beyond the sign on the mailbox that reads, Frank Horn, Private Investigations. Seeing the door propped open, Cat carefully makes her way up the front steps, casting a glance behind her to the many alleyways and alcoves that could conceal someone following her. Seeing no one, she ducks inside. Hello? Frank? Oh my God, it looks like you were robbed. Where are you? Oh, hey, you Kit Kat. I was just fixing the back door. Ah, uh, sorry about the mess. Where's Gretchen? Well, uh, I had to let her go for a few weeks. Business ain't been too good lately. From the look of the place, I'd say it was booming. Yeah, well, some muscle brain came in here the other day saying how I was following his girlfriend around, and that fact weren't too good for my face. Well, were ya? Following her, I mean? Heck yeah. Her husband hired me to prove she was cheating on him. I didn't realize the evidence was going to walk in and try to stomp my head in. He's still down at the city hospital, and I still ain't been paid yet. Anyway, what can I do you for, Kit Kat? I got a job for you. You brighten my day, sweetheart. What's the scam? The Rosenkos. Ah, oh, old news. One's dead and the other's on a slow boat to Red Square. I'm not so sure. If not, I'm sure the goons in the home front and anyone out for a headline or a reward would be looking into it. What's your angle? I want you to take a look at some pictures. <laughs> huh. What, huh? Looks like somebody did Hidden Harbor's Finest a big favor. Most of these goons are fugitives, either jumped bail, escaped custody, or just dropped off the map. Thieves, heavies, a couple of murderers there, too. Sounds like you know them pretty good. Sure. I know half of them personally. This one I turned out for insurance fraud months ago. He slipped out of the holding the next night and nobody at the precinct saw a thing. I ended up choking on the expenses getting him there. How about this one? Yeah, the rat. Heath Rathborn. I heard he got in bad with one of the gangs and went into hiding. 
When was the last time you saw him? Wait a minute, sunshine. I don't mind helping you cast a line, but if you want to go fishing with me, I need a little upfront incentive. <laughs> what did you have in mind? Five hundred, upfront. <laughs> For some basic information? To keep your nose from getting busted out of joint, kid. It's ugly out there, Kit Kat. These stiffs don't just drop out of the local rodeo clown college. And you don't exactly blend into the drapes. I'd be flattered if I weren't so insulted, Frank. You're a sharp broad, Cat Sparrow, but book smarts ain't enough to crack this kind of crew. Five hundred tells me how important this case is to you, to you and your invisible client. What invisible client? The one who can't stand the smell of the waterfront enough to look into things himself. You think one of the Rosenkos did all this? No. But I think whoever recruited all these men to rob the Goat's Art Museum in the middle of a charity function probably helped the Rosenkos try to escape Hidden Harbor. Ah, I heard about that robbery. One of those puffed-up money bags thought you'd help find out who sent them. Something like that. This ain't lost puppies and peeping toms, cat. What do you think, boss? What? I think Mr. Horn's terms are reasonable. He seems to be an honorable man, if not entirely honest or trustworthy. Who is that? Where are you? I am the fury of the unavenged, Mr. Horn. I am a hand to the helpless, a champion of those who have been preyed upon by the very people you try to take off the streets. What gives, Cat? There's no need for the gun, Frank. Yes, Frank. Put the gun away. I will not harm you. I'm right here, behind your desk. Well, I'll be doggone. Hello, Frank. An angel. An honest-to-mother angel. Wings and all. That's a good thing, Frank. If you were a bad guy, she wouldn't look so holy. I must be sleeping with my mouth open, because I got bats flying around up in my belfry. I believe that many lives are in danger, Frank Horn. You're a good man. I have a need for good men. Will you help? What can I do that an angel can't? Think like a criminal. Draw upon your lifelong knowledge of the underworld and find what I'm looking for. I can't argue there. Well, I don't suppose angels carry cash. You shall have your five hundred. And you will earn it. Just tell Cat what you need, and it will be provided. Do we have a deal? <laughs> I'm used to making deals with the devil, but this is a first time. Sure, Angel. Why not? What's the gig? I want you to infiltrate Club Penumbra and find out what they're up to. Why me? I'd think you could slip in real easy-like with your voodoo and whatnot. They're expecting... Me. Detective Horn is unknown to Mistress Penumbra, but can he be trusted? What will he find inside the Mistress's secret lair? What dark mission did her attack on Hidden Harbor accomplish? Find out tomorrow in Thursday's exciting episode of Hidden Harbor Mysteries.
Hidden Harbor Mysteries Chapter 8, Mind Crimes, was written by Jay Smith and produced by Brian Lincoln. With Dave Robison as the narrator, Veronica Jaguer as Barbara Wilson, Catherine Pride as Mistress Penumbra, Laura Nicole as Cat Sparrow, James Baxter Patton as Casper Dixon, Lauren Harris as Mishka Roshenko and Joanne Fitzmartin, and Norm Sherman as Detective Horn. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution No Derivatives 4.0 license. Closing music is Here We Go Again for the First Time by Juicy Melon Jim. This has been a Brian Lincoln production. Thank you.